You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Hello and welcome to the new year that is 2022. Can you believe we're here? Hope everyone listening wherever you may be, have managed to have a break or is having a break. Been a big, big year last year and I think it's a really good time to take some time out to what I say, reflect, recharge and reset for the year ahead. I wanted to check in today and do a bit of a solo show as as those of you, many of you have been asking us to do. So Um, Every few episodes now, I just really go with the flow and talk about what many of our listeners have been asking for and things I'm seeing out there. I'm really looking forward to to this year. We're releasing the Gift Mindset audio book, which will be released in December, but getting it out there and really looking forward to working with our clients Um, which is super exciting around understanding the gift mindset and unwrapping the 12 12 key skills for success in the workplace. And um, now more than ever, I think, you know, with this this great resignation or what I'm calling the great rejuvenation, you know, it's called by many names, it's an important time. So I want to have a talk about that. The actual term, the great resignation, the great shake-up, whatever you've called it, comes from the World Economic Forum and they're saying that in 2021, around 41% of employees were planning to leave um, their job and that has taken place in Europe in the US. There's an expert, uh, Aaron McEwen, from, he's an innovation expert at Gartner and he's really, he really believes, based on a lot of data, that it's going to impact Australia if you're listening from Australia in March this year and I've had a lot of people ask me what what's behind this great resignation and look I love the term great rejuvenation because I think it's a shake-up hey I think the companies that have values aligned with their employees and are growing their employees and are purpose-led will be fine I think it's a lot of the companies that maybe have that gap of improvement But the pandemic, I know for me and for many others, has really made us want to reevaluate, you know, what we do and why we do it. Um, And, you know, in October last year, LinkedIn actually showed that 26% um, of workers changed employment compared to the year before. So this is happening. It's happening out there. So I want to run you through what are the factors that are contributing to the great resignation. So, and these aren't in any order. So a big one is lack of career opportunities, no pay rises, lack of appreciation and recognition has been a huge one. What I call post-pandemic values misalignment. So maybe the things you valued before have changed and now the business you're working for or in isn't, isn't congruent with those values. Poor company culture, uh, lack of work-life balance and flexibility, and overseas work opportunities. Um, There was some research from Employee Hero that says two in five people 
right now would consider taking a job overseas. I think that's driven by lockdowns and people wanting to travel and see the world and all that sort of thing. So as challenging and hard as, you know, these factors are and people leaving and people wanting more money and wanting more, I think it's a shake-up that's, that's really been around a while. It's just been sort of a sleeping giant. Um, you know, I look at the pandemic as the war of our lifetime, you know, and I think it's natural and it's healthy to question things like your values, your purpose, your career path, your priority, and really ultimately, ultimately your life. I always say, you know, there's, I think it's more, but they say we spend 90,000 hours of our life at work. It's a lot of time, isn't it? A lot of time. You know, a few weeks ago, I had a senior sales manager say to me, he now wants to work in a company that has a bigger purpose than profit. Um, and another client who has always, always loved her role and company doesn't feel aligned with their values anymore. So I, like I said, I don't think any of this is new. And if you're listening and you've had a bit of an awakening, it's not a bad thing at all. But I want to tap in today to one of the 12 gifts. When, when we look at our lessons from challenges or successes, I believe they fall into areas. Did we learn the gift of resilience? Did we learn the gift of gratitude? Did we learn the gift of growth or optimism or curiosity? Did we learn the gift of empathy? One of the 12 gifts that during 2021 was hugely popular to run team workshops around and will continue to be is that of gratitude and being that appreciation and recognition is a big reason people are not happy in their workplace or re-evaluating where they they work I think we need to look at how we can bring gratitude into the workplace so you know gratitude call it recognition call it praise call it appreciation whatever you call it it's underestimated and it doesn't cost a lot of time or money to do i find that there's a lack of appreciation and recognition in many organizations and i think it's because they're performance based and they're really focused on the bottom line and progress um, or they think they're practicing gratitude but it's not you know specific i call that gray um gray gratitude so some of the things, you know, cultural norms, the collective workplace culture can really drive, I believe, whether the organisational business is one that shares and shows gratitude. I don't think all companies embrace gratitude and many are transaction and performance focused. And I think, I think a lot of what's happened over the last two years has forced that. I understand businesses need to make a profit, but not at the expense of putting their people before that. I think some people too think gratitude's time consuming. You know, Renee, when do I have time to tell people that I'm grateful for them? Or they might fear that they might not get recognition or gratitude back. I've even had some executives say they feel a bit, it's a weakness if they show what they're grateful for. So I really want you to think about who and what are you grateful for? And in a minute, I'll share some tips you can do back in the team. So if you're a leader who wants to encourage your employees to go beyond the contractual obligation of their roles, expressing gratitude needs to be part of your leadership. 
if you're not leading a team, remember, as I always say, you're a leader of self and you're a leader of decisions. So bring that into your role. I think gratefully acknowledging the thoughts and efforts of your people shows them that they matter. And I know when I feel appreciated, even by my clients, I'm not saying I do more or I put more effort in. I always do that. But it gives me a pep in my step. And it reinforces why I do what I do. I think ingrain it, guys. Ingrain it in your culture. You can't build a culture. You've got to catch a culture. So you need to lead by example. You know, there was some research led by Lee Waters at the University of Melbourne that found that there's a positive relationship between expressing gratitude and increased productivity and job satisfaction. And it is known and proven to lower stress and absenteeism. Find out how your people like to express and receive gratitude. Could be in the form of a thank you note, a phone call, an email. Remember that gratitude can be a feeling or an action. And I love, I love this thing the happiness project came up with. They found that people, that when thank you letters were sent in the post, the happiness level of the recipients went from 2 to 4%. But when people were phoned directly, one-on-one, -on -one, it increased from 4 to 19%. So don't forget to reconnect one-on-one. -on -one. You know, leveraging time as a team is great. I understand that and it was needed in the virtual world, but don't forget about that one-on-one -on -one time. So I want to give you just a few tips to unwrap the gift of gratitude in the workplace. And obviously some of these things you can use outside of work. And I believe we need to live and bring our whole selves to whatever we do. So during team meetings, share what each of you have learned and enjoy from working with each other. So a really good question. And we use this a lot in workshops. And I use this a lot with clients at the start of our engagement. Who or what? are you grateful for? Straight away, people will reach out and say, hey, Mary, I'm grateful for your resilience in helping us get through that project and getting it to come to fruition. Or I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to work in such an amazing company that invests in its people. It gets people, it's called forward thinking. So they're, they're thinking ahead and not sort of dwelling on the past and, and the negatives. Send surprise emails. I know some teams that are doing this and you can do this through Teams or Yammer or an internal platform or it could just be an email saying, hey, I appreciate you for this. Make sure you go into specifics because when you share how something's done, there's more chance of replicating that success. Adopt what I call the three to one ratio. For every negative that comes up in any meeting or conversation and set it up as a bit of a fun thing, ask for a positive. So I remember last year I did this with a team and I, they were whinging about working from home and we'd all had enough. But I said, what are, to, those, to, those, um, to that negative, what are three positives, sorry, that you can talk about? And one guy said, well... I've saved X amount on petrol and haven't had to travel. I've got to have my birthday and anniversary with my wife and I get to have lunch with my kids. So straight away, everyone went, oh yeah, and this and that. And it got everyone forward thinking. So 
three positives for every negative that comes up. Um, and the last one, I'd love you to think about creating a forum to share internal updates and encourage people to share. So if you're back in the office, it could be a gratitude jar where people put in anonymous thank yous or a board in the tea room, or it could be on an app that everyone sees on a screen throughout the office, a bit like the stock exchange, some updates. The key is don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple, but make it an ingrained behaviour because it is in the top, it's, it's in the top four reasons people are feeling a need to move, you know, move workplaces, move industries. And I think it's one we can all address. You know, bring in subtle ways to share gratitude day to day. Um, ideally, I think you should have some structured forums. So a, a gratitude hour where everyone shares something once a week or kick off a meeting with that. Lack of recognition is only one of the key factors contributing to this next normal that I'm calling it. But it's one I think we can address and foster as part of a connective and collaborative workplace culture. So think about what can you do to foster a workplace of gratitude and make people feel truly appreciated? You know, what makes you feel appreciated? And I know for me, it's the little things. It's not always a bunch of flowers from a client or the big expensive dinner. For me, it's just a text. I appreciate you, Renee, and what you did with my team. That makes my day. So it doesn't have to be time consuming and it doesn't have to be expensive. I'd love to hear what messages you've got out of this, this podcast. We get a lot of notes. You know, if you're happy to write a review, that'd be great. As always, contact us at podcast at reneejeruso.com. If you'd like to be a guest or you know someone that you'd love us to interview on our guest shows. Um, and if you've got any burning topics or ideas that you'd like us to explore and expand upon. As you're listening to this, we are going to be probably four and a bit weeks away from launching our public leadership program. So anyone from any business can come to this as long as you're looking to grow connect outside your organization and you're a mid to senior leader. So if you want to have a look at details for this, go to reneejeruso.com forward slash programs. It's the Limitless Leaders 90 day program. Every 90 days we'll be releasing a new theme and a new 90 day program. And during the program, you get access to a full day face-to-face -face workshop to work on your leadership. Uh, you get a mentoring session as a group, a coaching session just for you, and also a mastermind session where we use an awesome structure to come to a conclusion and help each person in the group come up with ideas or a solution to an opportunity or a challenge they'd like to explore. So as we kick off 2022, have a think about what gratitude means to you in your life, for your team, for your workplace, and stay well from wherever you're listening from. And we look forward to connecting with you on our fortnightly podcast. Take care. 
You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams, and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration, and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 